Hello and welcome to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Today we're talking about video presence. All right, I know we're all zoomed out or teamed out, whatever your whatever software you use at your company or your school or your home. We are video conferenced out. However, it's not going away. About a third of U.S. employees have now transitioned to working remotely. And I know I went back for two months during the summertime and now back home again. So we need to get this video conferencing down and we need to be good at it and we need to present ourselves well because this is here to stay. So tune in, take a, get out a pad and paper and jot down a couple notes because this is going to be an important episode to help you show up with confidence and professionalism that you need to stand out. And you may have recalled, I did a video on this some time ago. It's been almost two years since COVID first hit. So it, it's worth another listen to and a reminder of things we need to do to really show our professionalism and our spirit even over video. Okay, the number one thing I'm going to start with, and I started last time, is have a good professional background. Now, there are so many virtual backgrounds you can have, so you can make it look like you're in office. Someone who just started recently at my day job has this amazing background. There's like a conference table with a window. It looks exactly like our offices. And I even asked him, I said, hey, are you back in the office? I thought we were all remote. He said, no, that's my virtual background. So your background could look however you like. I have chosen one now where it's uh, white, almost like white walls with, um, I don't know what that's called, where they put it on the walls, not paneling, but there's a, a very interior decorator name for it. Very simple, very clean. I don't want my background to distract. I don't want people to look at what's happening behind me versus me. So it's up to you how you want to show up, but I would, ch- I would say choose a calm background. Make sure that no one else is moving around, working behind you, your bed, that is my biggest pet peeve. Come on, people. I know that we're all at home and you may only have a one bedroom or a studio, but they're virtual backgrounds. Put it up behind you and make sure the background, if you're doing virtual, is not a busy one. Sometimes they're so busy, you just can't even see the person. They sort of all blur in. So if you use a wallpaper offered by your video conferencing platform, make sure it's tranquil background rather than loud colors or pattern. But whatever you do, Make it look professional. That's still important, even though we're working at home. Number two, use good lighting. Now, I've seen this happen so many times. Someone is sitting with the window behind them. Okay, so what happens is you're looking into your camera and you are completely dark. Like we can't see your eyes. We can't see your mouth. All we see is a shadow. So the the light should be in front of you. So for instance, in my home office, I am sitting in front of the window. So it's twofold. You get to look outside all day. You see the people walk by. Plus you have the natural light from outside coming into your face, which helps the good lighting. Make sure that you're lit from the front with a soft lighting or like I have is uh, natural outdoor lighting. Choose the spot with soft natural lighting that you can dim if needed. So at the height of the day, I close my blinds a little bit because it gets way too bright or invest in a small light on your desk. But whatever you do, don't have the window in your back and have some light because there's nothing worse than trying to like look at a person and you can't see them. It's so dark. They're fading into the background. And again, it just takes away. You want people to pay attention to what you're saying, the message you're delivering. They don't want you to try to figure out where you are and what your background is. So lighting and background. 
number one and two, so important. Okay, the next couple tips are on communication overall. Again, we're having to work harder to communicate because we are on video. We don't know if people are multitasking on another screen, they're looking at their phone and text, or they're looking out their window. So communication, these next couple tips are really important to make sure people are listening to your message. Number one, be clear and concise. Brevity is even more important on camera than in person because people's attention will waver more quickly. Like I just said, and I I have to say, I've been uh, guilty of this myself. So when you're clear and concise, people are paying attention, that will get your point across. Okay, next, be expressive with your words, your tone, and your facial expressions. Since nonverbal expressions don't translate well on video platforms, it's critical to express yourselves in ways that actually work. So varying your tone, like I'm trying to do right now, varying your tone according to the issue at hand, sharing decisive statements about how you feel, and using animated facial expressions to show your enthusiasm. If you could see me right now, I'm smiling. Or displeasure, of course, you can give a frown. But anyway, all of those things are going to keep people engaged. They're going to sit up in their chair and go, hmm, what does she have to say? Again, we want, uh, we're having to work a little bit harder in communication since we're doing it over video all day long, eight hours a day. And the last one is about controlling your hand motions. So if you talk with your hands, like I do, realize that it doesn't usually translate well on camera. On a video conference, moving your hands constantly come in and out of the picture, which which distracts rather than reinforcing your message. Also could look nervous, like a nervous gesture. So what I do is I have a little, uh, what is it called? Stress ball. It's actually a little red heart I got from the Heart Association. But anyway, I have it on my desk. Typically, I have it in one hand or I'm using both hands, so my hands are below the camera, and if I feel fidgety, if I feel nervous, if i just wanting to start to use my hands, I'm squeezing the ball, so that will prevent me from having my hands all over the place. I still use them a little bit, but you don't want it to be constant. All right, so the last thing I'm gonna touch on is professional appearance. This is one of my hot buttons, um, and I have to say I haven't been really super great at it all the time, But it's super important. People judge a book by its cover. It's just unfortunate. It's true. We judge people based on the way they looked. Um, Here's a statistic. 83% of senior executives believe that, quote, unkept attire detracts from women's executive presence and 75% from a man's executive presence. And this data comes from a study by the Center for Talent Innovations. So I have to say, I've shown up a few times in a sweatshirt, um, hair is not perfect, but those are typically either with my peers um, or people who report into me, and I've already set the tone that we can be casual on most or some days. But if I, with my boss, with my um, peers that report into my boss and they're up, I'm always, even if I'm wearing a t-shirt or a sleeveless t-shirt underneath, I've got a jacket on. Always. I may have holy pants or sweatpants or leggings underneath, 
you know, my hair may not be perfect, but I'm always at least trying. And so maintaining a professional appearance, you don't need to look like a Hollywood star or starlet, but make sure your appearance is aligned to the meeting and your role, right? Just like I said, t-shirts, baseball caps, bedheads probably just won't cut it. I see some people showing up and they do. And I think we've all gotten super relaxed. It's been two years now we've been doing this. And so we're seeing a lot more casual. However, I think we just need to still maintain a little bit of professionalism. Then again, a sport coat and tie will be overkill. So don't go there unless it's a job interview. But the good rule of thumb is to remember the old adage. You only get one chance to make a good first impression. So if you show up once in a blue moon with the baseball hat or the bedhead, that's fine because the rest of the time you're showing up and people you know, already have a good impression of you. Um, but at least for sure, if you've never been to a meeting before, these are new folks, make sure you're maintaining a professional appearance. And it doesn't have to be hard. Like I said, a jacket, if you're a man, put on a collared shirt. John has a t-shirt on all the time, a collared button shirt on his extra chair, and he throws it on for these video conferences and takes it off when he's not. So it can be really easy, but it will go a long way. And the last thing I'll say about video conferencing and what I've taken to is trying to avoid so many video conferences all day. So when I have one-on-ones with my team, even with my boss, I've said, hey, do you want to just do a cell phone call? I've encouraged my team, go sit outside. Let's get some fresh air. So number one, we don't have to be in front of the camera all day. If it's a day that you just can't muster getting dressed or getting your hair done, either put your camera, turn your camera off or ask for a cell phone call. I um, recently had a discussion with my boss and she's okay. She's talking about turning the camera off. If it's a large meeting, if it's information only, if it's a town hall and there's 20, 30, 40 more people on there, sure, turn your camera off. If it's a small intimate meeting, a staff meeting where there's only two or three people, you should have your camera on, or at least according to our my day job. And, and I believe that too. If I'm with a couple people, I want to see their face. I want to interact with them. But again, if it's a large meeting, turn your camera off and or suggest to your peers and other people that you're meeting with, let's take this on the cell phone. Let's both go outside and get some fresh air. Let's go for a walk around the block. So just a few tips on, again, the video conferencing and what can make you successful and or uh, have people chatting about you. So just some things to consider because this virtual world is here to stay. I hope you're doing well. I'd love to hear from you and what's new in your world. Drop me a line at the Biswell Podcast at Outlook.com. See you soon.